0: Music and heart rate. I'm talking to you, mate. It's rhyme and Reason 548. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason. Why you're hey there, Tony here with some throwback Thursday music, and I don't even know what day you're listening to this, so you be going. What? Throwback Thursday? Man, this is Sunday. It's not even throwback. It's not even Thursday here, where I'm recording this. But, you know, you you see that online, hopefully. You, you get what I mean, right? Throwback Thursday. So the reason I'm bringing it up is I started thinking about this song, or the song popped into my head, really, and I started thinking about it. It's a song actually from back in 1983, a real catchy song by a new wave band called The Fix. And so I started kind of, I don't know, forming an article and then figuring out what I was going to do to record this and and uh it just one thing led to another oh did you hear that that little segue that's the song from the fix one thing one thing leads to another one thing remember that song as a i I like that song well if you're old enough to remember that song i'll bet it's in your head now right but i'm i'm bringing it up because of some things that i read about music and heart rate yeah i read about uh music and heart rate because of my own heart. My nearly three-year-long ordeal with sinus and lung problems has left me breathless a lot of times, and it's not just a figure of speech. I don't mean that in some charming romantic way either. I mean literally breathless, And, and at least the feeling that I'd lose my breath or that I was losing it. And, you know, there's a lot of stress involved when you feel like you can't get enough air or you can't breathe. So to offset that breathing issue, my doctor prescribed a rescue inhaler and another inhaler that's called Advair. And, you know, maybe you're more familiar with that than I was. I didn't know about these things prior to having to deal with them myself. But they're actually steroids, um, corticosteroids to be more exact and they're supposed to help reduce inflammation in your lungs but the trouble is they can also increase your heart rate and that's happened to me now it's happened to me several times and and actually it's starting to be a little bit more regular because i've been using it longer and i'm working toward getting off of this hopefully this is you know a temporary thing but I can tell you when your heart races at about 140 beats per minute and you're just sitting there, it can be pretty stressful, you know. It's not like you go out and run some, you know, hill. Like I used to be a runner when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. I ran the Peachtree Road Race, and and there were some big hills there that I challenged myself with to work up to running. And, you know, when you get to the top of the hill, man, you're you're really gasping for breath and your heart rate's way up there but you expect that right cuz you're exercising you're 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 straining the heart in a positive way but when you're just sitting there and it's going that fast yikes it's not good so first thing that I did do was I weaned myself off the Advair which is the stronger of the two inhalers it's got a whole lot more steroid in it and then I added Uh, magnesium taurate supplement to my daily regimen. And I got to tell you, I felt considerable improvement in the uh, steadiness of my heart rate when I I do that, when I make sure to keep that regimen going. It makes a difference. So if if you're dealing with heart rate issues, you might want to consider magnesium taurate. Not just any magnesium, but magnesium taurate. And that's spelled T-A-U-R-A-T-E. You'll see it in the show notes if you're keeping track of this on especially on an iTunes device. Anyway, but I kept using the rescue inhaler, and I still do, because there are times when the airways into my lungs feel like they're just going to close down completely, and it's just so weird. You start coughing, and then suddenly it just kind of closes up. It's probably more of a feeling than a reality. I don't know that for sure, but I can tell you the feeling is strong, so... You know, I hit that inhaler. I take a hit off of it. And sure enough, during uh, the past couple of weeks, I found that I was using the rescue inhaler more often because those breathing shutdown feelings are happen more often. And I got to tell you, it's no fun waking up in the middle of the night with a feeling that you can't catch your breath. And when you can't breathe right, your heart rate increases. And then you got to do or... Or take something to help that. And like the song says, one thing leads to another and back again. So, in the wee hours before I uh, came up with this content, I brewed myself some coffee, which is a natural bronchodilator, by the way. And then I opened my bottle of peppermint essential oil and I got a little on my index finger and I tapped it onto my mustache. And I have Uh, a good, uh, substantial enough mustache that uh, that works. It works kind of like a a little launching pad there. And between that coffee and peppermint, uh, I was able to open my airways at least enough to hold off on the rescue inhaler. So I'm able to breathe well enough and relax enough to look up more ways to keep my heart rate in control. And wouldn't you know it, and it makes total sense to me, music can be a good heartbeat medicine. I found one article that even laid out a BPM or beats per minute regimen for the day. It said to start your day with music around the 120, 120 beats per minute mark. And that should be easy because many, many of the pop songs, maybe most, are in that rhythmic range. And then let's say you walk to work, okay? I know a lot of people don't, but let's say you do that same beat per minute, 120 beats per minute, is is good for that, too. And if you have to deal with a a steep hill or a strong headwind, you might want to kick those beats per minute up to 160. That's in the song, in the music, because your heart rate's going to go up there, too. And if you work inside, you know, maybe a little more mental than physical work, instrumental music in the 50 to 80 beats per minute range should keep you focused and productive. And you can look up um, uh, music from, you know, the masters, like I have mentioned before with Beethoven, Mozart, those guys, Haydn, Chopin, all those guys, they have plenty of music that fits into those beats per minute category. Probably even some smooth jazz, and I like that. Then if you're one of those motivated people who fits in a, a workout during the day, the recommendation is... More a uh, beat music, so look for songs in the 120 to 160. Uh, that sounded weird. 120 to 160 beats per minute range, and you can think of it this way: really, it's just more beats means more times you move your arms and legs. Okay, so you're gonna you want to move your arms and legs a lot. You know, speed it up. And the article I read even recommended music in the 120 beats per minute range for when you eat. Apparently. Faster music tends to make you eat too fast. <laughs> Go figure. And it's a good idea to find music that matches the meal. And way back in 2015, I talked about how businesses messed this up. You could see that as a link in the show notes. But when you want to or you need to slow things down and reduce stress, find music in that 50 to 80 beats per minute range again and make it instrumental music so your your brain can focus on your body's needs, instead of lyrics. That's a hard time for me. You know, I I hear words and I want to focus on them. I want to see what it's saying. And finally, they say that you can actually get stress-free sleep by listening to instrumental music around 60 beats per minute. And that's like listening to, really, the TikTok on a watch, you know, one beat per second. And that coincides with most people's normal, regular heartbeat. So that makes it a good rhythm for your heart. Now, you might think since I'm a lifelong musician that I'd already be following this regimen. Maybe you'd think that, right? But you'd be wrong. I don't follow it and I never have, but not for any particular reason other than I just never have. So to be upfront about it, I probably still won't follow this (laughs) regimen not because I disagree with it, But because my musical self would tend to focus on the music more than whatever I'm working on. And that's why, unlike many other writers, I don't tend to listen to music when I write. I know, freakazoid, right? So there you go, a great little music and heart rate regimen for your health. And like I said, it may fall into that category of do as I say, not as I do. But if you do it and you you find out that it works great, let me know. I'd love to hear about that. And I'll tell you, as far as me, every beat of my heart is important and every breath that I take is too. So I need to be sure it's all working and I recommend the same for you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this musical heartbeat music. And remember, one thing, one thing leads to another. Oh, and remember this too. Life has rhyme and reason because God made you.